Welcome to a Couch Divided podcast where secular psychology meets a Christian worldview with Dr. Robin Hall and Nick Thomas. All right, Nick, sit back and relax. And if you can't, we need to talk about that. <laughs> Prepare to be couched. Psychotherapy is sometimes described as a process of helping a person to help himself. This film is the second in a series of three films designed to show how this process works with three different therapists. First, you've seen Dr. Carl Rogers, founder of client-centered therapy, at work with Gloria, our real live patient. Now we invite you to observe Dr. Frederick Pearl founder of Gestalt Therapy, with the same patient. He will first describe his system of therapy and then demonstrate his work. Following, he will comment briefly. Now, Dr. Frederick Pearl. Hello, everybody. My name is Nick. Welcome to a Couch Divided podcast. Alongside with me is Robin, Dr. Robin Hall, who who's really antsy to say something right now because I think that you were uh, uh, waxing nostalgia on the music that yes. we just heard. Yeah, uh, I'm so yeah. I know we were supposed to say entirely quiet during that, but you can't get over I, it. I like yeah. I was suddenly hypnotized the same way I was with. Like Bambi yeah. and and it's exactly White. what I thought, right? Yeah, right, right. I mean that like lulling you into yeah serenity. Oh my gosh, the, that's the the 1960s style. <laughs> this is actually 65 that we hear 1965. <laughs> so it's mid 60s. They're already professionals <laughs> with <Yeah>. this noise, <laughs> and they just shoehorn it into right. everything. Da-na, da-na. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. It really like as soon as I heard it, I was like, wow. Okay. I felt hip, hip, it was hypnotic. Yeah, yeah hypnotic. Yeah. yeah, very nostalgic, and it seemed like everything that you know had that noise. Even the basic comedy, <laughs> you know, you had a movie, and you had yeah, all, always that yeah chord progression. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think about that when I watch the movie Arthur. Uh, if you've ever seen mm-hmm. Arthur with Dudley Moore, you know the the transitions with the trumpets and the and the sounds. It's just so. It's been so long early seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can quote it from front to back. Um, well, welcome everybody. Yes, Thank you welcome. for joining us. Uh, and you just, you just heard that. We're going to explain what you just heard. Um, uh, and, uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it, but first please contact us on a uh, couch divided podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Our house, it sounds like you're actually ordering everyone. 
to yes. contact us. We're not. If you would like to contact oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you'd like to. <laughs> please feel free you to do so. You will contact us. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody you will do it. Emailing say. us. Nick told us to. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. We are available through our social media, Instagram, Facebook, and then through our uh, email, uh, Couch Divided Pod. Pod or podcast? Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And again, on Instagram, Facebook with the same name, Couch Divided Pod. <clears throat> And uh, contact us on there. We get your messages all the time. Um, and so we, we appreciate it. it. Yes. We appreciate you listening and sticking with us uh, as well. We hope you've been enjoying the recent episodes. Now that we're past the Roe v. Wade uh, stuff that we just we just initial, had to get out. Yeah, yeah we right. just had to get out and maybe we'll revisit as, uh, oh, as the sure. laws progress. I'm yeah. sure we will. Um, <clears throat> that was some of my favorite topics. Um, you know, uh, abortion is never good to talk about. But when you have um, when you have an angst and a zeal. For, for God's glory to shine, um, you know, yeah. is something that we need to do. And uh, regardless of, uh, you know, what our field is, it all relates to it, right? It's the human condition that we're <coughs> we're dealing with when we deal with those topics. Uh, but now what you just yeah. heard was actually a man introducing what we would call <laughs> and what every undergrad goes through uh, yeah. uh, when they, uh, we've talked about this for, uh, before, the Gloria tapes. Yes. Yeah. So is that, we, we, do we finish all of our housekeeping stuff? Or yes. We okay, yeah. Website's still under construction, so that's why you contact us via email or social media for now. Right, right. Um, and we have some really, really cool episodes coming up to yes. be released, like, the fa- this fall. Yeah. Guys... We have some awesome crossovers happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Can we mention those? Um, we just did one. I mean, we did mention that we were going, getting ready to record with Sheologians, which we did do. Yeah. Um, we're not sure when that episode is going to be available. Um, but Summer Jaeger, that one of the beautiful co-hosts, is getting ready to mm-hmm. have a baby. So yeah. Um, they are recording ahead so that they can. We are on their backlog. Yes, yeah. but it is an awesome episode. We aren't going to tell you what it's about. And we never snagged a picture with them. I don't know why. Oh, we will. We will. Um. Nice. Yeah. So that's just yeah. That's just one of the things. So we love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us, sharing us, telling people about uh, our little endeavor a little ministry over here on the couch on the divided couch (laughs) on the divided couch (laughs) maybe we should build one like our logo someday a world Mm -hmm. yes yes um okay anyway yeah so uh right you were introducing us to our topic yeah which is what we're going over and and right now we're we're fixating on a particular counseling approach but we're doing it by way of what every undergrad student uh, goes through in, in psychology, behavioral yeah. health, behavior health. Yeah. Yeah. Your first like abnormal psych class. Or yeah. You will watch this or counseling approach <laughs> classes or whatever. Right. I think I saw it in my intro to counseling. Approaches, I actually can't you know? even remember the first time I saw that. Yeah. These. Well, I went to two, two classes. I had the same lesson plan. Oh. So it was an intro and then an advanced. <laughs> and, and you we had still to watch, watch it them both times. Yeah, I had yeah. to watch them both times. The second time around was actually great. And these were the... Um, <laughs> Not the first. Yeah, well, because you had more knowledge. And so sure. you were picking out things uh, that you didn't see before. And um, these are the Gloria tapes. So this is what you know we call the Gloria tapes. And everybody watches it, especially the first section of the series. They did uh, a three-part series uh, uh, in 1965. And then one in the 70s and one in the 80s. Um, the one that we're going over now is part two of a three-part series done in 1965. Right. The, so these are the, we're going to be uh, doing a series on the Gloria tapes. There are three mm-hmm. 
different therapists, three different psychotherapeutic approaches, um, and one client that you mm-hmm. see move across all three. Um, and yeah, like Nick said, we are we are reviewing the original Gloria tapes from mm-hmm. the '60s, so you guys can find them on YouTube. They're you know they're not hard to find if you right. are interested in watching them all. Um, and we're throwing a wrench in the plan because when I asked Nick which one he wanted to start with, he decided that we should start with the second. Yeah, which is uh, Doctor Frederick Pearls and AKA his, Fritz. Yeah, AKA Fritz Pearls. Fritz Pearls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and his what a cool uh, like name, you know, right? Doctor Pearls, awesome. Yeah, awesome. And he's a German counselor uh, who coined um, and was the father of Gestalt uh, therapy. Right, he developed Gestalt. Gestalt is a German word meaning uh, mimic or to act like a mirror. And that is, yeah. if you can't tell how <laughs> we're trying to pronounce it with our German Gestalt. flavor. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of Italian. Yeah, uh, I know. Um, Everything that I is, sounds Italian. It is Gestalt therapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is spelled yeah. G-E-S-T-A-L-T. So yeah. Gestalt. Um, yeah. So... Nick, can you tell us why you chose Fritz, Dr. Pearls? I've talked about this in recent episodes that I have an affinity towards uh, the uh, the Gestalt approach. I find it very, very effective when I'm talking to people. Um, and it's a, it, it's a direct counseling approach. We're dealing with the here and now. And when I think about Christ, he's always, it's, it's not think about your past and then repent. It's dealing with you doing now. Right, and then right. anything else um, that, you know, you have to do uh, as far as, your behaviors in the past, why you're doing this. We can, we can go down there. That's where I deviate from Gestalt. But the reason why I have an affinity, well, first of all, it's a counseling, it's, and you're going to hear her say this in the clips and we're going to play a couple of clips to, uh, uh, for you. Yeah. Nick went all techie on this episode. Yeah. 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 Gloria keeps saying that I don't feel warm uh, or or welcomed by you at all. And the fuzzes. Yeah. And it's not because he's a jerk. Oh, I mean, he might be no. <laughs> in his personal life. I So I will agree with you. Yes. But I yeah. think and you guys, you can be your own judge and let us know what you think. I think it comes off extremely harsh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Very so direct. she is she is <laughs> responding to that. Yeah. OK, and really if, quick before we go too much further into this, because I feel like we should probably lay a foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick is talking about a very specific school of thought. And by school of thought, I mean a um, what ended up being a group of individuals, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> that formed the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ideas that they have about personality development, mm-hmm. psychopathology development, and mm-hmm. then treatment of symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Everybody, we've, you know, and you can find in our treasury, we've got lots of episodes that kind of touch on varying um, psychotherapeutic approaches or psycho, yeah, psychoanalytic approaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of are all familiar with uh, the grandfather of all secular psychotherapeutic mm-hmm. approach, which is psychoanalysis, right, yeah. psychodynamic Freudian. theory, yeah. Freudian. Uh, first Freud, then Jung, um, and the splits keep on happening after right, that. Right. So that's just a basic overview. Nick is talking about a specific psychotherapeutic school of thought called Gestalt. And we're going to review an example of a Gestalt therapist, actually the Gestalt therapist, Fritz Pearls himself, 
interviewing a client named Gloria. Mm-hmm. So the other, we're going to do two more episodes in this series and we're going to look at the first, the first psychologist that um, we're actually skipping today. Mm-hmm. And his name is Carl Rogers and his, his uh, school of thought is humanistic client centered. <clears throat> and then we'll do a third episode on our, the third psychologist mm-hmm. to interview Gloria. So we're going to do, you know, a basic introduction to all of these different approaches um, at the beginning of each one. But I, you know, I felt it would be, it would behoove mm-hmm. great word us to kind of set a stage. So that is what Nick is talking about. Right, He's right. going to be describing a type of therapeutic style mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be analyzing in the video. Yeah. And uh, and the reason, again, why I like this kind of approach with an asterisk. I have to put an asterisk. I mean, foundationally, I'm newthetic. I'm always going to go back to the word. What newthetic is, like scripture-based, biblical-based. Exactly. It's a Greek word meaning admonish. We're Christians. What are we going to admonish by or with? The word. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The word of God. Um, Now, all of this kind of dare we say secular knowledge. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, does give us insight to particular things that we can do with the Bible um, as Absolutely. well. So yeah. like we're talking about people, image bearers, observing God's creation. Mm-hmm. So just because that they don't necessarily have biblical language doesn't mean that they aren't making real observations about yeah. mm-hmm. God's yeah. world, yeah. right? They just talk about it or they can talk about it differently right. than us. And that's one of our goals here to catch divided anyway, is to kind of come up with a new, with new language, right? And um, translate a little bit, mm-hmm. the secular dialogue around right. this. So, and I, and I love direct approaches um, and I love, um, bringing out, uh, I believe, what the individual holds inside as the answer. And sometimes that does take oh a... Oh my gosh, I hate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and it's amazing. It's actually amazing to see. Now, I'm a little bit more um, sensitive when I uh, when I talk to people. So I, I find that as um, um, you build that trust, they, they spill it all out. Kind of the, I'm yeah. laughing at the concept that we have the answer inside us because yeah, well, you know better than that. Yeah. We all know better than that. Yeah. Christians do not look to self for the answer. Yeah. So if the goal of the therapeutic technique that you, you are engaging in is self-actualization, right, through finding an answer that already exists inside me, that's it. So, right. like, we're going to have very we're going to have differences in our worldviews when it comes to looking at these psychologists Mm -hmm. and their theories being direct, I think is, is absolutely appropriate. I I, take a a Romans one approach uh, uh, to this. When I say that too, as well, because you're right, we can't look to ourselves for the answers. We don't have the answer, but Romans one, when it comes to uh, the law being written on our hearts or on our consciences, um, the works of the law We're testify. We're responsible, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so there's there's a little bit about us that knows, but because of sin— we're given over to a debased mind, yes. right? We know the truth. We suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And so when I use the word of God and I start a- extrapolating that and digging into that, you'll find that most people end up nodding their head like, yeah, I thought that was the point the whole time. Mm-hmm. They just didn't realize they've been rejecting God <clears throat> as the foundation and why that is so. Yeah, I find that in the nature of my apologetics too as well. So nobody can escape truth. 
and even people that deny truth make a truth statement they actually end up living like a Christian yeah. regardless. Right. You, have <laughs> to bar- not, yeah. you have to borrow from a Christian world. You right. live in God's world. So, so in that aspect, I try to counsel with that knowledge and it usually gets exposed. It's true. <laughs> so I see what you're, yeah. you're saying. Like you take the approach that like you're not counseling an idiot, that they are capable of, of understanding, of, of understanding right. Yeah. And coming to mm-hmm. a wise conclusion right right. right. so right so but i do think we have to be very careful because and there's so much in our pop culture today Mm -hmm. that promotes the self yeah idolization you determine truth self-exploration self-actualization and yeah um while gestalt therapy is a humanistic therapy a a client-centered therapy just like carl rogers in his therapeutic approach um he still is very much on board with directing traffic Mm -hmm. unlike carl rogers which we'll we'll learn about next time who i mean you could come flat ask for his advice and he would say i would love to be able to help you Mm -hmm. with that i would love to be able to tell you what to do um it is one of the most frustrating things i know he got nicknamed the big teddy bear he's a big guy Oh yeah and you guys check these videos out because he he is tall yeah he's a really tall guy yeah he's not tall right yeah, to me, he's is like he, a lurch guy, but yeah. Is he really? I don't remember him yeah, looking he's like big. that. Okay. And uh, very tall, but very nice. Yeah, um, very, friendly. Yeah, very friendly, warming. Inviting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what we want, and, and that's what Gloria wanted out of Fritz. Yes. <laughs> and Fritz wasn't going to play with that, you know? Like, no, Fritz is going, well, no, I'm going to have you. Fritz does play yeah. with it. It's just yeah. he doesn't he yeah. doesn't entertain. But Fritz really wants Gloria to be Gloria regardless of who Fritz is. You're right. And that's the nature of how he's talking to her. And he's not doing it in a jerky tone, but he does use words like you're being a phony, <laughs> which okay. nobody will like hearing. Yeah, right. It's yeah. Very, it's confrontational, would you say? Like, oh, very. I think yeah. direct is probably too soft a word right. to use. I think the style is relatively confrontational. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into some of the specific techniques and stuff. On And honestly, so mm-hmm. here I am <laughs> criticizing like, you know, basic tenets and principles of these therapies. But gestalt techniques are some of the most powerful techniques to use in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very experiential. <clears throat> a lot of them are phenomenal, phenomenological, like, imaginal, mm-hmm. um, and uh, very mm-hmm. dependent upon the interaction between the mm-hmm. therapist and the client. Yeah. He... Um, he- <clears throat> He makes them or uh, pulls out of them what is reality. And so I, I want to play this uh, next uh, uh, this next clip here. Do you want to explain how, like, do you want to talk about who, anything about Fritz Perl, like his, you can cut this. Well, you know, it. like Dr. Fritz Perl's, I, I, the one thing that I remember about this man, and when you hear it, you'll, you'll see why, you know, why I think this funny too as well. Um, he had uh, his last days here on earth before he passed away. He was in the hospital, some cardiac issues. And he got out from his hospital bed. He got up from his hospital bed when he wasn't supposed to. And the nurse came and said, you need to get back in bed. And he looks at her and goes, don't tell me what to do. And then <laughs> he died. <laughs> he passed. He, he had a heart attack right there. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that's folklore, but I, I, yeah. I enjoy that story. Yeah, I enjoy it. Well, because just knowing Fritz, don't tell me what to do. Oh. Right. <laughs> and just passes away. Because <laughs> uh, he spent his life telling people 
right. <laughs> you know what to do and how they should be. It was kind of just irony uh, in, in his passing. Gestalt well, therapy, uh, uh, him and his wife um, kind of. Um, um, yeah, they were both. Yeah, invented this process and worked through it. and uh, right. Invented, right. Yeah. They developed. Yeah, this. developed. Yeah, this um, process and, um, um, you know, and worked hard on it. And I don't know why it. invented just kind of like seems like they were like playing with plastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, invented is building something, developed like is, is yeah, thought. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's a lot of this was happening, well, as a cascade, right? So think about like Freud and what he was doing and that as the kind of the, the starting point, right? And now we're in the 1960s. Mm -hmm. um, so you see, you see some historically, um, you see several different schools of thought emerging. So, mm -hmm. um, do you want to, like, I think we could, if we, you know, if you guys are interested in, like, the history of how Fritz developed Gestalt and all that, let us know, and maybe we'll consider, like, a bonus little blip episode yeah, about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's just too much for this. Yeah, it's probably too <clears throat> much, and, we, you know, not enough time. Yeah. But, um, and you'll hear it in this uh, first clip that Gloria wants to talk about the past, she has some prior knowledge to what psychology is, and, and, and a lot of people do at this point in the 60s. And, you know, a, a Freudian or Poich, you, you, you can talk about the past or your primitive, the id, all that stuff. Um, and so she's coming in there with that knowledge, and Fritz is not letting her have it. In fact, he makes her say what she is now as opposed to what she feels like. Okay. Um, and to him, feelings and things like that could be very important, but it's not reality and it's not going to give you the truth. You have to actually say what is the truth. Well, and you'll okay. see what I'm I mean, and that sounds a lot like the heart is deceitful above all things. Um, like you don't, is. you don't determine yes. reality. So I'm going right. to just read this really quick because I, you're going to, you're right now you're getting ready to play a clip yes. of the actual therapy. Okay. So the theory behind Gestalt psychotherapy Okay, and we can post a link to the article I'm sourcing if you guys are interested. Um, people grow and change throughout life. A gestalt therapist believes growth is inevitable as long as one is engaged in contact, which is a specific tenet of gestalt therapy that mm -hmm. is, it is describing the therapeutic relationship, mm -hmm. the dialogue that occurs between the therapist and the client. Ordinarily, people develop increasing emotional, perceptual, cognitive motoric what in the world mm -hmm. and or uh, organismic self-regulatory competence mm -hmm. sometimes however that process is impaired or derailed and the extent that we are supposed to learn and grow from mistakes it's not fully actualized right so that is when psychotherapy is needed okay so the goal of a gestalt therapist is to promote awareness Truly, that's like what they're yeah. doing in all of all of their techniques. So I think that's a good launch into yeah. let's hear so he, he the makes father her very, of yeah. Gestalt therapy. Do so it. he makes her very aware of who she is right away. Awareness, be aware, <laughs> Gloria. I've nicknamed this clip. Are you a little girl? Oh man, uh, yeah, Nick. Take like a set. Oh Frederick, Doctor Pearls. When I get scared, I laugh or I kid to cover up. But do you have stage fright? Uh, I don't know. You I'm mostly aware of you. I'm afraid that uh, I'm afraid you're going to have such a direct attack that uh, you're going to get me in the corner, and I'm afraid of it. I want you to be more on my you side. You say I get you in your corner. You put your hand on your chest. 
Mm -hmm. Is this your corner? Well, it's like, yeah, it's like I'm afraid, you know. Where would you like to go? Can you describe the corner you like to go to? Yeah, uh, it's back in a corner where, where I'm completely protected. And there you would be safe of me, for me. Well, I know I wouldn't really. Well, but it feels safer. This, yes. Well, imagine you were in this corner, and you're perfectly safe now. What would you do in that corner? I just sit. Just, uh, just sit. Yes. Now, how long would you sit? I don't know, but this is so funny. As you're saying this, this reminds me of when I was a little girl. Every time I was afraid, I'd feel better sitting in a corner. Okay, you're panicky. Are you a little girl? Well, no, but it's the same feeling. Are you a little girl? This feeling reminds me of it. Are you a no, little girl? No, no, no. at last. How old are you? 30. Then you're not a little girl. No. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and throughout that clip, she was have to actually deal with what she was saying. You know, uh, is this your corner? Yeah, this is my corner. What would you do in that corner? Uh, I would just sit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, do you feel I'm safe in that corner? I'm actually so, I was yeah. always so impressed with the yeah. way she was able to respond. Yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of people would just get up and walk away. Um, oh, man, yeah. 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 He, yeah. And that's definitely not the, the most confrontational piece of the no. whole interaction. But you can see how tense that is. Uh -huh. Because normally it's like, okay, you know, you're not in the corner, but... <laughs> Describe this corner. Okay, I right. understand. You know, and, and, and Fritz is like, are you in a corner? <laughs> do you want to be in the corner? What's what's that going to do with you? Well, rather than immediately reassuring her that she's safe, yeah, right, he actually asks her to explore the feeling, mm -hmm. right, yeah. by calling attention to it. And one of the things that he does right at the beginning, when you said that, like, you touched your, your chest. Like, mm -hmm. one of the um, hallmarks of a gestalt yeah. therapist is to call your client your therapy mm -hmm. out on anything that they're doing yeah. and yeah. you're in your awareness anything right. that you catch tick behavior ticks and every once in a while i'll still do that i was like Foot should, tapping yeah i was like do you tap with your hair yeah i was like dude are you listening to a song right now in your head uh -huh. is that why you're tapping your foot no i'm nervous what's there to be nervous about you know i'm right here and um oh my gosh Nick. yeah yeah Ugh. yeah it works. <laughs> I like. Works. Yeah, you want to yeah. join the song, the yeah, melody, yeah. the chorus. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll say some things like that. Now, yeah. uh, again. So I think, like, I think that's a great yeah. illustration of why this type of therapy could feel so confrontational. Yeah, um, it's not soft in the way that mm -mm. we're gonna like when you when we go through Carl Rogers stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just not soft. Like, and I, I'm telling you, um, I've had more success with men. Um, using this technique uh, than w with uh, okay. with women, um, and it's not because you know women are sensitive and men are 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 tough right. in there. No, no, no. But men process directly, and so it's a uh, it, it's 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 nice to to be direct uh, uh, to men. But women, they love and they care and they have a feminine quality on them. They want a deep understanding of sure. things, and mm -hmm. uh, I, and so I uh, you know I find uh, men respond better. 
uh, to a gestalt kind of approach. Right, yeah. right. But Gloria is, uh, is highly intelligent. If you, you see her and other, um, right. you know, approaches, she, she processes things really well. She's 30 years old, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I would have easily put you in your, like, early 40. Not yeah. just because of the way she carries herself, you and, know? and people seemed older back then, even, you know, they're appropriate for their age, I guess, and sometimes I look Did at a 30. Like, was uh, to 30, me, like, yeah. like, like, were people really, like, 45 at 30? or? What? I don't know. I mean, I mean to uh, be married with children at 20 years old wasn't true you know yeah that was more common yeah yeah, and she was married she had more lived life yeah yeah and so and um She's definitely tall and uh, yeah. a very pretty, pretty lady yeah. and uh, very tar- uh, articulate. And she's been around the corner. Yeah, you very know what smart. I mean? yeah. Well, not, okay, mm, hear what we mean. Or around the block. <laughs> she isn't a, we're not commenting on her sexuality when we oh, say Oh, no, that. I mean, I'm talking about life experience. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I should. <laughs> though, though, in some other therapy, she actually starts talking about that yeah, too. So, well. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. For those of you, I think the whole thing is about an hour and a half long, right? All three. Yeah, yeah, all three put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in, if you guys are interested in a really fun educational date night, check out the Gloria tapes. The Gloria um, tapes are out on YouTube, half hour, yeah, about, about an hour and three. You can watch all of them. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that was a great illustration of the kind of interaction that you'll see happen a lot in Gestalt therapy. So it, it was perfect because, you know, he's asking her first to describe the corner. And then what would you do in the corner? And then makes her say that she's not a little girl (laughs) at the same time. He's dealing with the here and now. Okay. Uh, he's, you know, it's like, I, I, I felt like a little girl and I'm like, okay, are you a little she, girl though? He's not allowing her yeah. to defect to the past, yes. right? He's mm-hmm. re he's forcing her focus to uh, what's happening right his, now. In his mind. Um, and there's some truth to this in his mind. What is done is already done. What is now is now. Uh-huh. And how should you approach life? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's helping her with her behavior and he's helping her with what he feels that she already knows, but is not expressing. And he actually ends up calling her out a little uh, in a little bit of calling her a phony. Like you actually know how to act because you're expressing it. You've been expressing it to me the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, but you keep saying that you feel this way or you resent this and or you can't stand up for yourself. But then as you're talking to me, you've been doing it the whole time. Right. And you don't even realize it. And all I'm doing is asking questions. He even alludes to some things. It's like, you know, like I'm not the bad guy. That's the fritz in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just asking you a question. I just see that you're moving your leg. I didn't ask you to explain. Right. <laughs> I commented on it. I commented yeah. on it. I saw that. And you got really defensive with me. You got me. very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I when I called you yeah, out on it. Yeah, yeah. It came, yeah. It, so people don't you typically operate that in like polite society. We don't walk mm-hmm. around calling each other out on things. Mm-hmm. So it can feel very disorienting. I yeah. think in and a therapy session, you can feel very ambushed. Oh yeah. Um, with attacked. this, yeah, uh, and attacked and uh, and and put into a corner. Mm-hmm. He keeps saying sometimes, and, and you'll hear this, and it, it's like, what would it do for you to be in that corner? What would it do for you uh, for you to realize that I'm a bad guy? You know what I mean? He'll, it, What's that doing for you? Well, and so he wants to describe the benefits of your thought process. Is it actually beneficial? Are there anything that you're getting out of this as far as growth? So he, yeah. I mean, he's trying to have her gain awareness, mm-hmm. trying to get her to 
understand that she's thinking about him in a certain way for a certain reason. Mm -hmm. So what, why Mm -hmm. are, why, like, what does it benefit you to think about me this way? Why is it important for you in this moment? What does it do to increase your feeling of safety Mm-hmm. to make me the bad guy, to right. make me bad Dr. Fritz. Um, and that's a very real thing that we do. So, um, I mean, you can call it whatever, whatever you want to, um, but we project insecurity that we have into mm-hmm. circumstance, into com- conversation with people. Yep. And it just shows you that perception is not really a good um, foundation right. of knowledge. Because when, when you look at Fritz, he's a short guy, kind of chubby. A little bit. A little bald, right? Yeah, or a little bald. bald. I So the whole time we were listening to him, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be drinking like a highball of like <laughs> scotch, really nice scotch yeah. and smoking like an unfiltered yeah. cigarette. It, it, I definitely want to have a cognac and a cigar yeah. with him kind of thing <laughs> because he's got white hair. It's feathered back, bald head, but you know, uh, but hair the on feather. the sides. Mm-hmm. He's got handlebar mustaches. And a long beard. And you guys heard his accent, right? Yeah. He sounds like Jurassic He almost looks like Colonel bit. Sanders, but German and in a suit, it's black. Colonel Sanders doesn't yeah. ha- Colonel Sanders has hair on the top of his right, head. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette, which is oh, right. certainly they, 1960s. Okay, yeah. that's another thing that's amazing in the, this whole thing. Smoking. All of them are all, all of them are always smoking. Before the they say time. hi, they light they up. They light yeah. up. It's yeah. hilarious. They both, both the therapist <laughs> and the therapy like uh, sits down, they sit down and they both immediately light up. It's yeah, you can tell. That's just what they did. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people did that. If you've then. just recently quit smoking, maybe only listen to the audio because it will be quite triggering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, do you want to go over some? some of the specific techniques or do you have another clip? For well, us? actually this next technique is, um, it, we mentioned, um, you know, uh, him calling out things yes. and, uh, uh, Fritz, when he hears something, um, a, sort of an anomaly in their presentation or what they're talking about, he will say that they're playing the phony, mm-hmm. uh, or that you're playing a phony or calling him out from being a phony. And that's one of the techniques, um, that he uses, uh, you're playing whatever. And he uses that word phony a lot. Uh, and this next clip will show it. Do you want to explain a little bit of that? Or you have that down? Well, in your I mean, if, I'm not sure if like, if that, if that is a, enactment like the Uh the the specific technique of enactment um i think he's essentially challenging the her authenticity Mm -hmm. i'm not sure that there is another name for for it there may be if anybody out there is really familiar and and people have named these all you know uh different things um he uses that word phony a lot in in a lot of so role playing uh, is a huge part of gestalt therapy yeah um, confrontation, like the b- calling out behavioral observations, yeah. all of that. Um, Mimicking behaviors. Imaginal yeah. and phenomenal. So, so a lot of exploration takes place in Gestalt therapy in, in, in through the imagination. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one very commonly known or utilized maybe uh, Gestalt therapy technique is called empty chair. Mm-hmm. So, essentially what is involved in empty chair Mm -hmm. is you as the therapy, the client sitting in front of an empty chair Mm -hmm. and addressing the chair as though it were someone that you have beef with, Mm -hmm. right? Or a traumatic experience with someone that you should confront. And sometimes at Gestalt therapy, you are confronting yourself. Mm -hmm. 
you sit in front of the empty chair and you are supposed to confront you. I've done something similar uh, with a uh, with a person that I was counseling um, uh, with a pornography addiction, and I left the room. There's a lot of things he was combating with himself. Um, you know, father, mother, <laughs> upbringing, what he saw, and things like that. And I wanted to to him to actually express, you know, in private what it was that he was feeling. So I pulled open my laptop and I I turned on my webcam and pressed record. And I said, I'm going to go out of this room here. Um, you can talk to yourself and say whatever you want. And uh, and so he did. Interesting. <laughs> and uh, for about five minutes. And uh, <coughs> um, it was muted. I didn't hear a thing. He kept it. It was him. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and he got a lot out. And he ended up telling me what he said. And we had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. But he was able to express that, that. That's something that he probably wouldn't have expressed to me directly unless he got it out first. And so mm-hmm. he did. And uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, very, it's experiential, mm-hmm. right? And it's because it's experiential and it's, intentionally emotionally rich right Mm -hmm. emotionally triggering most people that go through an exercise like this will comment your that they found some benefit right Mm -hmm. or at least that it was powerful yeah in some way something that stuck out in their mind right they're never going to forget it yeah um yeah so that that is an example of a gestalt technique um in that whole imaginal like category um so i'm it could be like phony it could be like a function of the role like role playing Mm -hmm. it could be you know some kind of like imagine yourself as this type of i'm not sure well you know if anybody is playing a phony or doesn't even realize they're actually copying out under something that's not reality and that's really what this technique is for um, Again, they, they are awareness. living in, yeah, yeah, they're living in La La Land. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And he says it very nice. Now, I don't know how nice you can say that somebody's a phony. Right. It's always going to come off offensive. <laughs> but he goes, oh, this is phony. Uh-huh. You're being a phony. <laughs> I can't wait to hear yeah, it. Yeah, let's yeah. So this. let's play this. Yeah. Yeah. You're acting like you're treating me as if I'm stronger than I am. And I want you to protect me more and be nicer to me. Are you aware of your smile? You don't believe a word. <laughs> I do too, but I know you're going to pick on me for it. <laughs> sure, you're bluffing, you're phony. Do you believe, are you meaning that seriously? Yeah. If you say you're afraid and you laugh and you giggle and you squirm, that's phony. You put in a performance for me. Oh, I, I resent <laughs> that very much. Can you express it? Yes, sir. I most certainly am not being phony. I, I will admit this. It's hard for me to show my embarrassment, and I hate to be embarrassed. But, boy, I resent you calling me a phony. Just because I smile when I'm embarrassed or I'm put in a corner doesn't mean I'm being a phony. Wonderful. Thank you. You didn't spell for the last minute. Well, I'm mad at you. That's, I. Uh... That's right. You didn't have to cover up your anger with your smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Fritzy, Fritzy. Yeah. I love, I just love that he congratulates her. Yeah. Because he's, he, oh, he does, finally. Right. <laughs> I finally, I get some now, truth now out of we're, you. <laughs> now we're making progress. Yeah. Uh, this whole so, time you've been lying to me. You've been putting on a performance. Right. And then right there you said, well, just because I'm doing this doesn't mean I'm a phony. He goes, no, well, finally, you said something true. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, it's, like, it's great. it is, it's, it is really great. Yeah. And so like, 
what's awesome about like he really is embodying in that moment yeah. being authentic because yeah. like he's all he's doing is po- pushing pushing mm-hmm. the buttons and she's responding and like she responded well she really did she stood up for herself it was great mm-hmm. go Gloria yeah she's by, she's now within the first 15 minutes of meeting Fritz has learned assertiveness right has learned uh, about who she actually is mm-hmm. and she's not trying to go to the corner and she's going to remember this in the conversation and she's going to start to change and she's, she's, gonna, yeah. Yeah. she's not retreating to the past she's oh, staying present focused. yeah and uh, yeah. you know it's like oh, hold on mm-hmm. i'm here and now and this is how i should well, respond and, and this is how i should think i'm capable yeah too like yeah. i'm capable of doing this i don't have to be afraid of him just because he's the doctor yeah so, and he keeps saying and he goes you don't have to be afraid i mean you say you want to go to the corner to feel safe do yeah. you not realize that you're safe right now i don't i'm not gonna do anything to you <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. it's that thick german scent man yeah yeah and because of the way he looks it looks like you know like he's gonna ground you mm-hmm. <laughs> or give you a detention slip you know and right and uh I mean, it would make anybody nervous. And he knows this. And yeah. in fact, he, he's he, using it to his right. advantage he's so that they would say He's extremely aware of yes. how he's yeah. coming off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's extremely yeah. aware. It's all very yeah. calculated. It's all very intentional. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's it's neat. It's neat to hear her get angry and stand up for herself, right? And he keeps doing this mm-hmm. throughout the uh, the therapy session where he even has her repeat what she just said so she can realize that she's actually standing up for herself, that she's actually being the Gloria that she was created to be. And, of course, I'm using those words created to be. Um, and sure, sure, Yeah. Sure. And, um, well, but, yeah, with a, like, not a self-actualization, yes, right, but created right. to be by the holy God of the universe. Right. To open your mouth mm-hmm. and to speak truth. Yeah. <laughs> And isn't that what we want? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that what we right. all Right. I was going to say, like, just to, con- like, I can see why this technique would, in your experience, has been more effective with men. Mm-hmm. But I will say, in my experience, as limited as it is um, as a therapist, I just mean cur- length of career-wise, mm-hmm. uh, historically, um, women also, like, directness, mm-hmm. um, but we don't like to be embarrassed or made uncomfortable. And we definitely don't like to get called out on the little ticks. <laughs> um, so like, I would say that taking an approach like this is going to be effective for everybody. Probably as long as you're doing it with His- historically, that's been true. You know, that yeah. biblical, mm-hmm. the biblical <clears throat> foundation. Now glory, this is glorious first session. Now the second session, if she ever has a second session with Ooh, okay, Fritz, okay, the first you know? se- the first session with Fritz, yes, right, mm-hmm. yeah, this is her first session with Fritz, and if she were to continue to go to a Gestalt therapist or yeah. uh, continue to meet up with Fritz, she'd be more aware. Yes, it wouldn't seem so scary and dynamic. Right, she wouldn't be as intimidated. Right, right. after the first few sessions, right. that would wear yeah. down considerably. Now, just like uh, you know, an infant uh, afraid to go into a room without their parents sure it's going to take going into that room to get over it right um and so eventually they end up doing that and so same thing with gloria she's at the infantile stage with fritz and then all of a sudden she starts getting more comfortable towards the end and if she keeps going to therapy which is what we would recommend somebody doing you know you're not going to solve all your problems in the first session Though a lot of people that I counsel think they do because <laughs> they have so many epiphanies that they've never had before. You know what I mean? And, uh, oh, I'm fixed. No, you're not. You need to keep com- uh, coming back and reiterate and, and set a foundation. 
the word of God says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That right. is a verb. That is something that continues to happen, not something that you just do right then because you realized something about yourself. Right. And um, and so, but you see uh, her ease up into that, into where now when Fritz starts asking a question like, can you express this or can you say that again? She knows exactly what he's talking about. Sure. And she does it and she's more assertive the second time that she says it. Do we have and another clip? That right? is this, uh, this last clip. Okay, cool. With this, yeah. I don't feel I've got a right when I don't like somebody or I disagree with somebody's doing. If, if I should respect them, if they're above me, they're superior to me, I don't feel I've got a right to really, really tell you how well, mad I am at that's, you. That's garbage. <clears throat> You're not jacketing-jacketing. You're getting back into your safe corner. Well, that's the way it feels. That's what the safe corner feels like to me. Right. Now go back to your safe corner. Because we have to part very soon. You stayed in your safe corner. You came out for a moment. You nearly met me. You could get a little bit angry with me. Now go back to your safety. I feel like you're telling me the only way you respect me as a human being if I'm aggressive and forceful and strong. You, I feel like you couldn't even accept my... I'd be scared to death to cry in front of you. I feel like you'd laugh at me and call me a phony. I feel like you don't accept my weak side only when I'm yelling back at you or hollering at you. You mustn't cry in my presence. Well, I wouldn't even give you the satisfaction. Say this again. No. Say this again. I try not to. I try not to cry in front of you or show my weak spot for fear you'd jump on me again. <laughs> and that I was... just really like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I like him also. She's very reactionary, you know, <laughs> and she doesn't uh, pause or try to gather or just go or well, get frustrated. He, so yeah. this is he this is structured mm-hmm. to gain a response from her. Mm-hmm. He again, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Everything that he's doing is very purposeful. Calculated, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, the nature or the word gestalt, it's like a mirror or to mimic right, something. Right, to reflect back. And when she starts to get aggressive, and you'll see this in the videos, if you go back and watch it, again, they're on YouTube. If she sits forward, he's going to sit forward as well. If mm-hmm. she puts her hand on her head, he might put his hand on his head. Um, or at least call out why she's putting the hand on the head. He's uh, He's... Like he's making, yeah, he's making sure that she sees herself in a mirror. Mm-hmm. What she's doing, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it's very now focused. Yeah, don't hide. Yes, don't hide. hide. You don't need to be in a corner. You came out for a second, now you're right. retreating again. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Go, right. go ahead, go back. And then he starts almost. It's almost like mocking her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, no, go ahead and go back oh, to your no. corner. Oh, no, I would yeah. definitely yeah. say it's mock- yeah. in a mocking tone. Right, go ahead, go back to your corner. I mean, you came out for a little bit. You barely even met me. I don't know why you're acting like this, yeah. but go ahead, go ahead. You know? <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, right, there are pieces of this I really like and others that I just don't, but... I don't know, you know, it's like, I could, uh, knowing the technique, if I were to go seek out a gestalt therapist, which I wouldn't, I would go seek out my elders. Right. <laughs> but if I were to go seek out that, because I know ahead of time how that's going to be, I would respond accordingly. Mm. But the thing is, that's a biased now response well, and then that that's, you get that's Like, me. that isn't therapeutically yeah. valuable, yeah. because all you're doing is rehearsing a response yeah. at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and argue that... And you guys, you know, got four great clips, you know, from what Nick put together for us. And if you want to see the whole thing, like we've told you, you can find it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. My question as a Christian would be, Mm -hmm. 
so what? What is the point of this? Yeah, what this? is the point of this? There, yeah. So, like, unless Gloria is experiencing debilitating symptoms in some category, like depression, anxiety, she's hearing or seeing things, unless she is experiencing some kind of legitimate impairment, what is the point in her exploring herself existentially like this? Mm -hmm. So guys, this is so hard. It's so hard to hear. It's hard. It's hard to say because I know how hard it is to hear. You don't go to therapy as a Christian to explore yourself. Mm. You just don't do it. Yeah. It, it's a very valuable resource and use it accordingly, right? Mm. But I would say, like, I would challenge this whole idea. Mm-hmm. If you're going to use gestalt techniques to help somebody, right, get better, be relieved from the mm-hmm. symptoms they're experiencing, great. But as a mechanism, right, and that's a whole, mm. we haven't really talked about this since our Freudian episodes, but mm. this existential angst, this philosophical phenomenon of like I need to understand my purpose all like Mm. this drive in it was really at the like floor the foundation of psychoanalysis so most of our therapy like you see them informed by this need this this existential drive to explore oneself Mm. to know oneself fully right and that only through that process right can you ever really truly be happy or well or healthy and I'm here to tell you as a Christian, we know that's nonsense. Yeah. It, it like it is not self-focus at yeah. all. Eyes on the cross. Right. Right. So <laughs> hear me. Right. Right. I feel like of all the people in the world to stand on this soapbox as a as a person who has been a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. For many years, even though I'm not practicing now, this is one hundred percent true. Yeah. You go and seek counsel and help from somebody who's a trained professional to do so when you're experiencing Mm -hmm. issues, right? Real significant issues. You don't go because you're bored and you want to understand yourself. Yeah. They don't don't hold the keys to life. No. And and it's because they have a view, uh, especially Fritz, okay? So Fritz had an evolutionary worldview. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he's going, so the overflow of an evolutionary worldview is entirely subjective metaphysically, yes. or especially the purpose of that or the right. meaning of that. Mm-hmm. And so who's to say, I mean, he's focused on the here and now. Well, I agree at yeah. the Christian because you're in yes, reality. Right. But who's to say that's right if you're from Fritz? And why is that the approach? Right. Why is and, it important to and, be present focused and not past, and then, like past historically focused? Right. And then the observers, let's say they observed all three counseling pr- approaches in these Gloria tapes, right? In this first batch. Yeah, yeah, in this first batch. And they go, well, Fritz had the better results. Well, what is better in an evolutionary worldview? Sure. What Survival is of the your, fittest. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going to say that, you know, to become the higher primate or mm-hmm. to realize that you are the higher primate. Right. But then also that means sometimes you have to realize that you're not and you're better off dead. So here, here <laughs> And here's another thing. Like, maybe this is hard to hear, too. It shouldn't be because it's basic catechism. Mm-hmm. What is man's primary purpose? Right. Yeah. As a Christian, you know your primary purpose 
right? To glorify God and to enjoy him forever. So you don't need to spend 10 years in psychoanalysis to figure that one out, figuring (laughs) out what your existential call is. In fact, upon regeneration, you have a really good reason not to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just realizing that uh, when God has saved you, uh, you're closer to the answer to that question. Yes, than anyone, <laughs> than than anyone, anyone else, is. any non-believer. And then once you realize the answer by opening up his word, because right. it clearly, I mean, the collective word of God says that God is sovereign, either he will glorify himself, and you were made to receive that, and that's your fulfillment, and he's your reward. Mm-hmm. And um, And then, of course... There's ethics and behavior in every category in between of how to do that. And that's the living of the Christian life. And that is what Paul, the Apostle Paul, Peter, John, everybody in the New Testament is exhorting people to do. This is how to walk. And they assumed continuity from the Old Testament scriptures. It's not easy. Okay, don't hear us saying that that is easy. It's not. On paper, it looks great. I mean, honestly, even on paper, it looks really intense. Um, But this as a believer sanctification is a process right it is the process of becoming more like christ Mm -hmm. you aren't going to wake up tomorrow and have no struggle with sin no struggle with old behavior patterns with with trauma that creeps up on you and and affects your day like those things don't we have a miraculous god can he miraculously heal those things in a night absolutely will he probably not right so, because we're promised suffering, and suffering produces endurance, and it makes us more like Christ. Guys, God did not spare his son the ultimate suffering. Mm-hmm. You won't be spared either. Right. This isn't about avoidance. It's about learning to cohabitate, mm-hmm. right? And you glorify God in that. So, yeah. And so, and when I use these techniques, it's always pointing back to either an individual sin that they're doing or an angst that they have that they haven't fully given over to God to trust him sure. with. You know what I mean? And it, you know, it all boils down to the human condition is corrupted. So I can point everything back to idolatry. Right. But um, I want to bring that out of them in a biblical way so that they can acknowledge that to the Lord, mm-hmm. confess it, and progress. Right. Yeah. right. And, uh, and, uh, and that's what I do. And, and it's, it's been... It's been quite the ride, <laughs> um, uh, uh, counseling people sure. with this kind of uh, with this kind of notion. Now, I don't always do that uh, uh, with people uh, right. either. Um, it's just when I find it appropriate based off of the talk that I have to them, and and, and that's a um, and that's a discerning moment because sometimes I realize when I'm talking to somebody, the issues that they're having are very quickly solved by the epiphany that you can have. Sure. And then sometimes I go, you need to come see me again. This is going to be a road. This is going to be a battle. And mm-hmm. then I'll start employing these things. And then you teach each other the can-can. Yeah. If you can, can, can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Thomas to me, you know, the, the, you know, or the little engine that could kind of thing <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, but that, I mean, I think that's just a reflection of your worldview, Nick. Yes. Because yeah. we, like, as a Christian, you have hope right right um what a great like we get to take heart (laughs) yeah and i do believe that humankind are miraculous creatures um that are made in the image of god that have so much capabilities because of that Uh and i really do want to help you find those things you know what i mean i I want you to glorify god with what he's given you and because of our sin and because of our circumstances past present and the fears of the future sometimes we prohibit ourselves um from glorifying God um, the way that uh, um, the way that He's created us to be, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. And that could be, you know, this is my post millennial <laughs> talking, mm-hmm. but that could be in creative design. That could be in uh, in producing something 
uh, or, or sewing or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I, I do want to help people um, bring that out so they can glorify God with their talents and skills. You um, mean and like have help the, people. Dis- yeah. Are you you're saying like help people discover what they're good at? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that sometimes because of our existential angst, we forego that, or you know, like we, uh, you know, we have particular talents that we're just never going to do because you know we're inundated with so much sorrow. Kind of. Thing. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I've seen people's capabilities and um, and just slightly, and they don't pursue that or glorify God in those things that He's given you. Because they're dealing with uh, pain, mm-hmm. yeah. right, right, yeah, and um, you know, and I, I, I think I do have a passion for that. You know, I want to help you with your pain, not to necessarily get rid of it, uh, get rid of it, but to help you understand it and pick up your cross yeah, as you're as you're pursuing. And you'll find it that maybe it never goes away, but it does get better as you're transformed and conformed to the image of Christ. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You and understand that day of it glory, differently. Yeah. That that day of glory will come. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, that is, uh, and that what I what I say is about the you know the very post millennial thing in me because it does, there is a point to taking dominion, mm-hmm. and it's hard to do when you're in that corner, Gloria. Sure. <laughs> right, come out. Of the, nobody puts baby in the corner. No one puts baby in the I corner. I know. Yeah, yeah. If you guys check out, like she actually the dress she's wearing kind of reminds me of the dress at the end of Dirty Dancing. Just yeah. you know. As a little aside, <laughs> yeah. the little no pink dress. Baby, yeah. Anyway, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I feel like we had a great discussion about that, Nick. And yeah. uh, we hope you guys will tune back in for our next one in the series where we go back to the beginning and check out Carl Rogers. Yes. Yeah. And you'll love Carl Rogers too as well. And that's probably the therapy that you are most familiar with. Ugh, so. I, he irritates. It's just Me too. like, Me yeah, too. it's so irritating. But. It's funny. I, I like the <laughs> dynamic of, of Fritz. I'm like, that's, uh-huh. that's my style. And I hear Carl Rogers, which everybody likes Carl Rogers. Sure. And I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, sorry, we don't want to poison your opinion either. So <laughs> yeah, you go watch it yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. meet us back here to talk about it. Uh, we love you, we love and you. and and in in everything that you do, take heart. He has overcome the world. See ya.